Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Health Forward Podcast. In today's episode, I'm interviewing another good friend of mine, David Williams. He and his wife, Chrissy, are some of our closest friends, and David and I have been leading worship together for several years. David serves as the worship and communications pastor at Fountain City Church, and today he's sharing with us about his health journey and how he's learned to prioritize his health while also caring for and leading our church family and the impact that has made on his ministry. He also shares some of his story dealing with depression and how he now cares for and protects his mental health. Depression is so prevalent, especially now, and is so common among those who work in ministry, which is why this is such an important conversation to have. And I know it's going to be so helpful for you guys. I cannot wait for you to hear today's episode. I know it will both entertain you and encourage you. So let's dive in and get into today's episode with David Williams. Hey friends, I'm Elena Davis, your integrative health coach, and I'm so glad you're here. This is the Health Forward podcast where each week we will be talking about different things that move us forward toward a healthier and more fulfilling life. Thanks so much for listening in. Hi friends, welcome back to the Health Forward podcast. Today we have a very special guest with us, my friend David Williams. David is the worship and communications pastor at our church, and he and I have been friends and leading worship together for several years. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know how many years at this point. Probably like 30, Probably. 35, I think, 40 35. years or so. Yeah, it's been a while. We started before. before we were born. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> um, so thank you so much for being here, Dave. Yeah. Oh, thank you for having me, Elena. I'm very excited. I'm honored to be on the infamous, the famous Your Health Forward podcast. It's I'm I'm very excited. Yes. Well, thank you. So before we jump into today's topic, I would love for you to just tell us a little bit about who you are, kind of what you do, and then just a little about your own health journey as much as you want to share. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, like you said, my name is David Williams. I, um, I'm i in my 30s, uh, so we'll help keep this timeless because I'll be in my 30s for a while, you know, so you can be listening to this years from now. I'll probably <laughs> still be in my 30s. Um, and I am uh, I'm married to Chrissy, um, a wonderful wife. She's a labor and delivery nurse. And uh, and I have two uh, boys named Carter and Duncan. Um, and and yeah, and so I've, I've been a follower of Christ since I was 16 um, in 2004. And became a pastor almost 10 years ago uh, here at Fountain City Church. And uh, originally was going into uh, some actuarial sciences, corporate actuarial sciences, but felt the call into ministry and have been leading worship pretty much since week one of, of knowing Christ. And it's led me to this point now. And I, I love um, just the opportunity to, to lead people in worship. Um, it's, it's what our Savior called us to do, what He told us that the Father is seeking for us to do. And so the opportunity to do that along with you, Elena, along with the rest of our team is, is such a blessing. It's something I don't take lightly. And, uh, and it's, it's a wonderful journey. And my health journey on the other side um, didn't really get started. I, I say I probably speak for most men. When I think of health, I um, immediately either thought of muscles or like fitting into certain clothes. <laughs> That's that's the kind of two categories for health for me or not being sick, mm -hmm. you know, um, that was kind of the, the spectrum for me, uh, was making sure I was not sick, uh, trying to be not weak and trying to, you know, be relatively, 
uh, fitting into clothes that I thought I thought I should or whatever. <laughs> and uh, and that was about it. And and a lot changed uh, a few years ago uh, when I I had had Carter. Um, he ha- he was a um, he was almost two at the time, and just started just kind of noticing in pictures and, and looking at myself and thinking about my life. And I just thought having a kid in my 20s, I just thought I'd have more energy is really the first big sign for me. Uh, I just I thought I should have more more energy. I was shocked at how tired I was getting. I was shocked at how much parenting was taking out of me, which honestly, let's be real. Parenting takes a lot yes. out of everybody. So Especially like that's, that's, that's not gone. Anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And so uh, it's so, you know, and so that, w- that was all going on. And then I just started kind of uh, looking at my weight. I started realizing that I was in this category of morbidly obese. And, uh, and, and, but when I talk to people, I think there's this group think, if you will, there's almost this like societal norm of, of obesity to a point where, you know, we just don't really notice certain stuff anymore. You know, um, people would say like, no, you look fine. Mm -hmm. As if like, that was like, I'm sure your health is fine. You know what I mean? You look fine. What's the, what's the, what's the problem? And, uh, and, and started going on this journey. Um, it really started with whole 30 for me, which is Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful for some people and definitely a hot button issue for others. (laughs) And so, uh, it it can be a, a fad that does more harm than good. I know, I know. Uh, but it's, it's also, um, just absolutely part of my journey. I'm actually back on a, a round of whole 30 right now. And, uh, it's just, it's just been part of, part of my journey the whole way through and started realizing just how much of a hold food had on me. You know, I thought, I thought health was, was in my control, uh, but really my unhealthiness, my lack of good health was controlling me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was deciding, you know, how I, you know, how much fun I was having, um, was associated with the food I was eating, how good of a day I was having. If I had a bad day, I'd eat this food. If I had a good day, I'd reward myself with this other food. Um, and you know, it's like, it all went back to the worst food in the world. And none of it, here's the thing, Elena, which I know I'm just going on and on and you're like, Hey, quick question. You know, and I'm just like joining on (laughs) here, but, uh, but the verse that really just grabbed my attention with this, um, because at first I got into Whole30 and I was like, oh man, maybe I can lose some weight. And as a worship pastor, there's a lot of tension on skinny jeans. And, and honestly, every pair of jeans on me at the time was skinny jeans. And so I was like, I was like, oh man, yeah, that kind of thing. So at first, a lot of it was to do with that uh, real talk. But, you know, I got a hold of this verse. You guys know this verse, 1 Corinthians 10.31. So whether you eat or drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. I started looking at my life and I started looking at what I was eating and what I was drinking. And I was like, man, I don't make these decisions based on worshiping Christ. I just don't. Everything else in my life, I would say money. Yeah. Your, how you spend your time for sure. How you talk to your friends, what you watch on Netflix, everything. I was like, Lord, this is in your hands, but don't call me out on my pizza. God, like that's, that's a non-starter. I'm in the South. We just, that's in, it <laughs> has no effect do. on us. Yeah. That's what we do. You know, like, and, and as a pastor, just real talk, like people bring us stuff, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, people are just like, Hey, I love you guys. I was thinking about you guys. Here's some donuts. Yeah. We're like, man, Great. thank you for that thought. But this is going to have a bad effect on us, yes. you know, and uh, but that's OK. And I love them for if you're listening to this, and you're like, I brought him donuts last week. <laughs> you know, like know that I felt your love. I felt that that love that it, it got across, even if the donuts didn't hit my taste buds necessarily. <laughs> um, it, they didn't need to. Yeah. And so um, and so, you know, so I started just kind of looking at my life and I was like, Lord, like the weird thing is, is I feel like so few of us would say, 
oh yeah, this is that stronghold in my life. You know, mm -hmm. gluttony is that stronghold in my life. A few of us, usually we're so far gone on that stronghold. Like we're so far, like just surrendered to that sin that we just don't even, we just don't even think about it when we're talking, when we're talking about growing in the word, when we're talking about surrendering to Christ. And that's what changed for me. I started praying. I started saying like, Lord, do this in me, do it for your glory. And that whole posture took me into just such a deeper walk with Christ because I was like, all of a sudden, you know, a few times a day I was hungry, you know, and a few times a day I was like, Lord, whatever I eat, whatever I drink, I want to do it for your glory. And, and it got me through whole 30. Uh, I actually stayed on whole 30 for about like, I think it was 82 days <laughs> yeah, or so. Um, so I was on it. Yeah, it was like a long time. And then I broke it over the stupidest thing and, and, and <laughs> threw up. <laughs> so was that with you guys? Um, I think that was with you guys. Yeah. I think I, I don't know. I forgot who we were with. We ordered I think pizza it was a bunch and I was of like, yeah, yeah. I think it was a lot of folks and, and Chrissy wanted to do pizza. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? I think it's been long enough. I ate pizza and I threw it up in like an hour yeah. and a half. <laughs> I was like, Great. Oh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> and, so, uh, and so, but, but, and just, and I was, I was telling a guy earlier today, cause I was talking about whole 30 with him and, and I've done it several times since then. And it, I'm not here to tout whole 30, but I am here to tout the effect that health has on you and just realizing like, man, if you don't think it has power, it probably has way more power than you think, mm -hmm. you know, over you. And uh, if you think you've, oh yeah, no, this is fine. I eat whatever, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you're, man, it's hard. And so that's my health journey. To separate it from my spiritual journey is impossible. Right. You know what I mean? They just, they're interact, they're interact with each other. And, um, and yeah, it's been a long journey, but I love the place that, 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 um, that I'm at now. Obviously still struggle with rewarding myself with certain foods or trying to comfort myself with certain foods. I, I struggle with that all the time, but, mm -hmm. um, but thankfully kind of recognize it more, you know, and know right. the triggers more, things like that. And so right. that's my, that's my journey so far. Yeah. Awesome. So mm -hmm. knowing that you're in ministry, I think anyone who knows anything about ministry or has experienced it at all can understand yeah. that being a pastor can be a very stressful job especially yeah. in like our current culture and climate of all that's going on in our world with, wow. you know, yeah. this is right in the middle of COVID. Um, mm -hmm. And then, you know, just all of the other kind of things going on in the world. And as a pastor, having to navigate those things and like lead people and love people. So what are some of the ways that you prioritize your health and, you know, kind of help you manage that stress? Wow. Yeah. That's a really good question. Yeah. I think, I think stress, you know, obviously we all encounter stress and so I don't want to act, but I, I know it from the angle of being, you know, a pastor, like you said. And so we all encounter stress in different ways. And one of the things for, for us in this time is it's really, most of my job is making decisions, you know, mm -hmm. uh, people, you know, it's, that's, I would say probably the hardest part about our job is it's just the amount of decisions we have to make is during this season, especially. Um, and because a lot of, we have a lot of opinions around us, you know what I mean? Lots of people have uh, very strong opinions about mask versus no mask. And if you're sitting there say, well, those people are crazy, then you're part of that one of those camps, you know, and you got to realize <laughs> we have, we have both those camps in our church. And, and, uh, and, and so we want to love these people because our, 
calling is to lead people in following Christ completely. Right. That's what we're desiring to do. Um, and so during this time, it's been really stressful. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right because, you know, all these just little decisions and, and what to say, what not to say, how to love people, how to encourage them, how to keep running after them. And the biggest way, the biggest thing that reminds me, it's actually the reason I'm back on Whole30 right now. The, the, the biggest thing that I want is clarity. You know, um, I pray for clarity. I ask for clarity. And, and I realize that when I'm in an unhealthy place, you know, when I'm, when I'm not working out and getting exercise on a consistent basis, when I'm letting my tongue decide what I eat instead of my, my, my mind and my, you know, my wisdom and, and things like that, when it's just my tongue, just wanting quick gratification, mm -hmm. you know, and, um, when I'm giving into that quick gratification thing, um, it, it turns into not sleeping well, it turns into having, um, you know, just sugar crashes and, and all these types of things. And, uh, and it doesn't equip me to make decisions. Well, mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't equip me to love people. Well, it doesn't equip me to have good energy to sleep well. And, uh, and it's, it's, yeah, there's been seasons during this whole, or during this, um, COVID-19, uh, global pandemic that, um, that I've been, you know, gone weeks where I haven't been eating well, this and that I notice how I don't have enough energy for my family. And all of a sudden I'm just wanting to sit back and relax at home instead of engaging with my kids and engaging with my wife. And, and, uh, and I'm like, no, I don't want to be that guy who's just like, you know, okay, I, I'm tired. I'm going to sit here and blah, 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 and be so self-consumed and get on my phone and, and all these things. Like, I'm like, I want to come and, and because it's, it, it's, these are still precious days, you know, and I don't want to waste them, you know, and they're, they're memories that we're making ongoingly. So I want to have as much energy and as much, um, uh, because people, my family needs me to be there for them. They don't need me tired and exhausted and unhealthy and lazy. They need me engaged and strong and, and forward thinking and encouraging. And, um, and my health's a key part of that. It sets me up to, to do these things, you know, and also just remembering, you know, during this time, another verse comes to mind from Corinthians, first Corinthians 10, 13, that, you know, no temptation has overcome us. That's not common, mm -hmm. you know, um, but, but God's faithful, you know, and just thinking about this time and knowing that, okay, Lord, I've been singing, we, you and I have, <laughs> Elena have been singing about his faithfulness for right. years. It's like, I don't know how many more songs we can sing about how faithful God is. And people are like, Oh, that's, that's the one, that's the one I need that today. And I'm like, they're all kind they're of all about the same. The same. Let's go, come on. Cause he's still faithful. You know what I mean? And uh, even after the 12th song about it, he's still faithful. We still haven't scratched the surface. And, and so just remembering like, wow, there's, you can get tempted just to be down, mm -hmm. tempted to think that, Oh, I'm alone in this tempted to think like I'll never get out of this or I'll never get back to, you know, good or that God will never do something wonderful in this time or everybody's judging me or, oh, I'll feel better if I can judge everybody. Those are all temptations. Right. Uh, but step one and just trusting the Lord and growing and having joy during this time is remembering that this temptation uh, you can trust in God and trust in his faithfulness. And this temptation has no match for that, right. you know? And, um, and so I don't want to give way to my temptations through just feeding myself and, and just sitting there and being like, Oh yeah. Okay. Let me, let me eat this and do that. No, I don't want to exercise and blah, 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 blah. And, um, give into that lie that that's going to, that that's going to be the answer right. uh, when God's invited me to something more, right. you know? Yeah. I think that's such a good point to, you know, in, for everyone. I think we all have this mm. temptation to just either go, go, go. Or like you said, I need to be there for my wife. I need to be there for my kids. I need to be there for the congregation. I need to be there for my friends. I need to mm. do all these things. And all you do is just like give out, give out, give out. And 
not wanting to prioritize your health because you feel like that's selfish or you feel like that's, that's right. not as important. But just like you said, like you, you eventually will run out of things to give. Like personally, like I yeah. am very like short tempered and I just don't have the patience or the energy or um, even like you're saying, like the clarity, like the mental energy to give to people if I'm not, you know, taking care of myself and getting enough sleep and moving my body and eating, you know, things that fuel me. And I think sometimes yeah. that's just such a disconnect, especially among Christians. Like I think for us, we, we just tend yes, to overlook yes. that. And I'm not really sure where, how that started or where that has come from, but it, that has just become like kind of this like self-centered wow. thing to really take care of yourself or it's just something that we don't even think about because we're like, oh, we're supposed to help others. We're supposed to love others. And that's right. true, but it has to come from a place of being yes, full, yes. like spiritually with your walk with God. And then also physically from a healthy place. That's exactly right. You know, I think about like when, when I engage with folks and, and they talk about like what we need and, oh, you need this or whatever all stuff. You know, like one of the best things that can happen to our church today and really to all society and to everyone who's listening to this, you know, to walk with Christ and to surrender yourself to him, you will be equipped to love others and then to engage and to serve the body and to serve, to serve your, your community and so much more, you know, by being in a healthy place, spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, to serve your family. And a lot of times we celebrate sacrifice, which is good, our, our Savior sacrifice on the cross mm -hmm. for us. Um, but at the same time, he did so from an amazingly perfect, healthy place, right. you know, and uh, and so but we wind up sacrificing from unhealthy places, you know, as a tip to just try to let it feed feed us, you know, um, and, and it winds up obviously getting burnout and running short. You know, you were talking a second ago about where did this come from? And it reminded me of I've been kind of I've been in John a lot and John, the book of John, it really quotes. You know, it really has a lot of parallels to Genesis. Mm -hmm. So I've also been kind of reading through Genesis. And it's amazing how that first sin, you know, where Eve said, like, no, I know more. And Adam said, no, mm -hmm. I know what's best for me. Like, I'm going to eat this apple. Even though God has said all these things, I know what's best for me. Is still the thing that we struggle with today. Mm -hmm. You know, we're sitting here amidst this global pandemic that none of us have been through. None of us have experienced mm -hmm. one. Um, unless you have like listeners that are like well into their what, like 90s, 100 or whatever, yeah. <laughs> were there for that other thing that we keep talking yes. about, like the early 20th century. Um, you know, and, and and maybe they are. I don't know. But my, my guess is none of us have really been through a global pandemic before. Right. But all of a sudden, we're trusting each other and trusting ourselves to know what's good for us in this time instead of looking to the Word of God and saying, Lord, what have you said, you know, is, is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness during this time, you know, during this mm -hmm. season, and allowing that to, to guide us. And, uh, and so, but we trust, we just wind up trusting ourselves. And, and I, newsflash, you know, it's, it's, we don't do a good job of giving ourselves good advice, you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like, Oh yeah, like it's it's just self justification right. and it's it's a slippery slope. Yeah, for sure. On that note, what are some of the challenges that you have seen in being a Christian and then also being a pastor in ministry? Like, what are some of those obstacles that you feel like you face on a regular basis? Like, I know things are going to be different based on you know current events, but just kind of like a regular and maybe even for people in other more stressful jobs, 
just what are some of those obstacles that you have found in your life to really prioritizing your health? Yeah, I would say there's at least two that I can think of right off the top of my head right now. Um, The first one, uh, which is a little awkward to talk about, but the first one's probably social pressure. Mm. Um, There's a lot of, and I don't just mean social pressure to do bad things, but also social pressure to do good things for the wrong reasons. Mm. Um, as, As a guy, there's a lot of pressure on, you know, kind of getting fit and being muscular and this and that and oh yeah I bench this and blah blah that oh you got to get those gains and yada yada yada. it's a whole thing right and so um and and you know and all that's good as long as you're not seeking vanity as long as you're not just seeking like oh I want to be strong enough to where nobody calls me a wuss you know and that just comes from such a bad place you know what I mean and and so yeah absolutely strength training is good I mean there's scripture that talks about it like it's a thing you know I mean um it's a good thing to do with brothers and 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 and, and sisters you know Mm -hmm. and uh and to to get fit and all this kind of stuff it's a wonderful thing but when you're doing it because you don't feel like you're enough without it Mm -hmm. it's become too much of your identity and it's really hard to do that to the glory of God, you know, um, and then and but also with food, food's a huge thing. I don't know how many times I've been about to order something healthy and people look at me and go, wouldn't you just come on yeah. like blah, 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 blah. Do you really? Oh, this guy, you know, what yeah. I mean, like, oh, Mr. Whole 30 over here. You know, what mm-hmm. I mean, like it's like that happens to me. A lot, I would say, more often than not when I'm in social settings. And that's hard because I'm like, oh, I didn't eat this to say anything. Right. <laughs> like, I'm just, right. this is just me. I just, you know, like, I don't know, you know, and, and I'm not trying to be all high and mighty, if you will, okay. about it. But um, but that social pressure is tough. Um, it, it really is. And, uh, and it's tempting. Just honestly, there's been times that I've eaten bad food just so I don't have to deal with being the one that ordered the healthy food, yeah. you know, which is so bad. And, but um, but it, it's a lot of times it just happens that way. Um, but and then there's also like that temptation to um, to just make sure that you're on the right you know, reasoning all the time and you're talking to people about health stuff because of the right reasoning. Um, so the, that would be the first kind of obstacle is, is that type of social pressure. Um, but the second obstacle I would say is just that it is, it is kind of a priority management type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of thinking like, especially when it comes to working out, like I think, oh, you know, I could just do this instead. I could go work at the church more. I'm kind of a workaholic. Like if you, if you know me, you kind of know that about me. Cause I am so passionate. I believe what like I'm allowed and what I've been privileged to be a part of is eternity. Um, it matters in, in the, in light of eternity, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's, it's, I feel so much weight, you know, um, and, and such an opportunity to, to invite people to be a part of this huge thing. I'm so excited about worshiping and, uh, and equipping people and, and serving them in that way that I wind up giving way to, to being a workaholic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause it's just, there's always another video we could be working on. Always another, this, sure. always another, that, always another story we could be telling. And, uh, and that's, that's hard. Always another person who could use more encouragement for <laughs> sure, especially during this time and realizing like, David, you need some mental health. You know what I mean? You need some silence. Yeah. You need some slowness. You know, you need some, um, your quiet time doesn't need to be a series of, Oh, that would be encouraging for so-and-so. Right. Oh, that would be encouraging for so-and-so. Right. You know, it can just be between you and the Lord right now. Uh, and it doesn't have to be used somewhere, you know, and I even took a break, honestly, um, Elaine, I don't know if you want to get this deep or if anybody even cares about this, but I even took a break for a few weeks from even reading scripture on Sunday mornings because I started 
realizing I was almost having my quiet time to fuel reading it on Sunday mornings, mm. you know, instead of Sunday mornings coming from the overflow yeah. of my, of my God time. And, and, um, and I was like, you know what, Lord, this is between me and you. Yeah. And I've got to stop doing a, a few certain things that are very external in order to focus on some internal things right now right. and uh, give myself space in that. And, and it really helped. And it brought back this joy in the overflow instead of this, um, kind of like secondary desire, this, this other thing going on, this other agenda I had with my time with sure. God. And, uh, and so, so yeah, so really trying to prioritize those things. Um, uh, gyms opening back up, man, COVID-19 was a really big obstacle with that. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So like, even though it's mask required, absolutely for sure, all these types of things, but, uh, but just being able to work out and, right. and, and do that's been, been kind of wonderful. I'm, I'm really into yoga. So like I, I had a thing going on during, COVID-19 it was a big day for yogis everywhere yeah. so it was like I was like oh you don't have big weights oh, oh well man. you know see you later and so uh yeah. and so but anyway uh but but yeah those have been those have been those are the big ones that come gotcha. to mind so you mentioned a minute ago you mentioned something about you know these things and how you have to really make sure that you're watching out for your mental health so, yes. you know, that is, I think a lot of people um, know that, or maybe they don't, but that is an area of concern for people in ministry, pastors especially. Um, that could be something that yeah. is just really something that they struggle with um, for a lot of different reasons, spiritually, obviously, wow. from just attack from mm -hmm. the enemy, but also just carrying the weight of so many people's burdens and the, I think, the endless um needs. I mean, it's just like you said, there's always somebody that needs something. Yeah. And so, right. um, can you just speak to that for a minute and kind of like how, how you really work to Absolutely. protect that for yourself, how you've seen that affect your ministry. And then, you know, those of those, you know, like your pastor friends and, you know, even our other pastors at church, like how do you guys yeah. really work to combat that? Wow. Yeah, that's wonderful. You know, just to talk a little bit about my mental health journey, I'll give you the condensed version of this, you know, but in my freshman year, I struggled with depression. My freshman year of college, I struggled with depression, uh, which is such a, uh, you want to talk about hot topics. That's a long, that's a, that's a ongoing hot topic, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and with Christians, especially because there's this idea, oh, you're depressed, but don't you, uh, you know, uh, don't you love Jesus? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. have you, why don't you just pray, you know, right. like, and, and until you've kind of gone through, you know, some mental health stuff, it, it doesn't, um, it just doesn't click with everyone, you know what I mean? And so until you've been around it and, and all that kind of stuff. And so my freshman year, um, I was experiencing depression and having a really big struggle with my identity. I'm an Enneagram seven, so that doesn't help with my identity because it can shift <laughs> based on whatever yeah. sounds cool, whatever Instagram ad I just saw, whatever it is, you know, and, uh, and, and, and so I was really struggling with my identity and wound up getting therapy and, uh, mm -hmm. and it was amazing. Um, mm -hmm. because as I started to explore just the person that God had created in me, you know, um, I started understanding myself more and that's step one for every pastor and really every person, you know, um, is, is just to realize that, Hey, you know what? You aren't cookie cutter. Like you have like a personality that's different and unique and you're going to encounter things. You're going to think about them differently and you're going to struggle with things. And, and so, and one of the biggest things that I was struggling with, I still struggle with today. 
and that's this idea of seasons and ups and downs and mm -hmm. and that's one of the hardest things as a pastor is to you know march 1st we had over 400 people in our worship service and everyone was worshiping and singing of god's faithfulness and and it was just wonderful march 15th hits it's like the rug got pulled out from the under, under us and then mm -hmm. like months later it doesn't feel any better you know right. um i've seen god move i have like i've seen people just wow the stories that we could tell of just god at work in these individuals lives but i have so many stories of people that just say look at me and go yeah we haven't gotten around to the live stream lately it's just been busy <laughs> you know these types of things and it's hard for me honestly as a pastor mentally you know mentally um to kind of be like but god you're still sovereign in this like you're still working, you know, um, I definitely can feel that I'm waiting, you know, uh, but waiting implies hope, you know, it implies this thing that you're waiting for and this person that you're waiting upon. And, uh, and, and it's like, okay, God, remind me of that, anchor me in that. And that's the really the biggest thing that unlocked my, like, more, more um, specific season of depression as a freshman in college. Mm -hmm. uh, I had this specific season um, of depression that really got unlocked one day when I was sitting in my room and my dad uh, encouraged me just to just to listen to some worship music because I was really struggling. I was considering kind of getting on medication and, and some some things like that. I was really struggling with a lot of stuff. And um, and I turned on this Hillsong song and it, and it just started playing and it had this had this phrase in a Hillsong. I tell you, they have, they have so many, so many like things that God's done work through those wonderful people. Um, and right. and they had this line in there that said, no wonder I call you savior. You know, no wonder mm -hmm. I'm singing, you know, and I just remember I just remember thinking in that moment, like, Lord, you call yourself a savior because I need saving, you know. Mm -hmm. And so in my mental health journey, that's been one of the biggest things is like. Lord, you are a healer, all these things, because I need it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, and when you don't pay attention to your mental health, when you start just allowing your emotions to drive, you know, that side of you, um, and you give way to that, you're not, you're not a good steward of that, that side of, of who you are. Um, you wind up forgetting, I think, that God wants to do these things. He knows he needs, you know, I mean, he, we, he knows that yeah. we need these things. And, um, and it's a beautiful thing because it is a stressful, um, People, I don't know how to how to say this in a way that people don't go, whoa, whoa, whoa. but people let it like let let you down. You know what I mean? They just mm -hmm. keep letting you down. You know, and because mm -hmm. um, you have these expectations and this and that, sure. and it's just awkward. You know, because everybody's just going through this. Like Christy says that I'm just like. She's like, how are you so positive all the time? And I'm like, well, I just got to remember, like, this nobody's been through a global pandemic, you know, and yeah. <laughs> so, and God's still working, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and, and the only one in this whole room that's been through it is God, and and He promised that He'd be enough. And honestly, we are all heading towards heaven, you know what I mean? And that's mm -hmm. and knowing that helps orient my mental health now, you know, um, and it's the it's the building block yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, that's so. I think that's so important. Mm -hmm for all of us in, you know, really protecting our mental health, but also, you know, just kind of talk, stopping those toxic uh, yeah. thoughts that kind of go on and we kind of start going down those spirals of like, but if we can recenter ourselves of like who God is, who he says that we are, um, I think that helps us so much just stay grounded of you know, all this other stuff that's going on is not nearly as important as that. Mm -hmm. um, I think that that can be just wow. so helpful. Yeah. So yeah. lastly, as we're wrapping up here, what would be 
just some advice or encouragement that you would give either to you know anyone else out there in ministry yeah. listening or just really anyone that's kind of in a position where you were of wanting to <clears throat> make these changes to improve their wow. health. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I would say, you know, to speak to my pastor friends, uh, because that's obviously my my background, you know, but really, I think this applies to everyone. Um, I think that honestly, just engaging more with your health, doing some self-assessment, you know, sitting down with some people that are really honest with you, you know, um, which is going to be scary. But but really, that's going to be even just doing that is a great first step because that's what it's like, you know. Um, you know, I, I don't know, Elena, what if you're into scales and all that kind of stuff. I, I don't I'm not I'm not super into that kind of stuff being what tells you because you don't want to look at a number and decide whether you're healthy or not. Your health mm-hmm. is so much more diverse and and intrinsic than than just a number on a scale. You know, uh, surely your listeners, yeah, if they're sure. still listening at this point in your podcast, they know that they get that, that your health is far yeah. beyond <laughs> just a waistline and a, and a number and all this kind of yes. stuff. Like, it's just so much more than that. Um, and and yes. uh and I would say, like, just do some assessment that that's and, and make it a pattern in your life to do kind of assessments mm-hmm. and uh, with your mental state, with how your emotions are, you know, with who, who you are spiritually, physically, um, you know, and, and looking at your life and, you know, going back to that scripture, you know, what, whether you eat, drink, whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Let that be your standard. You know, remind yourself that that's not only what God's called you to do. That's what he's promised that he he would equip you to do, you know, and so and and for my pastors out there, remember that like, like you didn't get in this for the money or the fame or anything like that. You got in because you love people and you love God, you know, and, and you love his church, you love his bride and, uh, and he's called you to it, you know, and he's going to equip you for it. But one of the worst things you can do is just stop paying attention, you know, and just, and, and that's just the worst thing that you can do. Realize that a day spent assessing and growing in your mental health is a day that your church will be thankful for whether they directly realize it or not, you know, um, and, and your emotional health and your spiritual health and your physical health. Um, a physically healthy pastor is a more effective pastor. There's no way around it. You know, um, a physic, a physically he- healthy dad is a more is a more effective dad. You know what I mean? Um, and so if you right. are wanting to grow in these things um, and give and man, just do not, I would say another part is do not compartmentalize things, you know, realize that you are one person who has health in all these areas and realize like, I, I don't know if holistic is the right word to use in that yeah. sense, but yeah. So just <laughs> yeah, like right. realize how holistic this thing really is because when my mental health is a mess, my physical health is right behind it. You know, right. uh, it might not be right at the same time unhealthy, but it's coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when my, when I'm unhealthy physically, you know, with my, with, with my eating and my drinking, and my sleeping and my working out, all these types of things, um, then my emotional health is right behind it, you know? Right. Um, and so like realizing this is a pursuit that you're not going to just perfect one day, you know, um, you're going to keep striving for this until the day that you no longer have to, when you're with your savior. Um, and so, uh, but he's invite man, he sent us a helper. You know, you think about John, you think about this promise from mm-hmm. Jesus, you know, pray like i talk to people all the time orient yourself towards true health not just getting skinny and then ask the lord lord help me grow me you know like just change me and um and encourage one another man encourage one another but the right way don't just say hey you look skinny or hey you look yeah. this or hey blah, 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 blah. encourage people you seem healthy mm-hmm. you know what i mean like how are you feeling you know like that right. kind of thing and um 
and, and, and encourage them the right way, you know what I mean? And, um, and God will work through all that, yeah. man. It's, 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 it's a wonderful thing. That, that would be my encouragement. Yeah. And keep listening to your health forward. You know, keep <laughs> learning and growing every day. I thought I had it all figured out at day 82 of that whole 30, you know, <laughs> um, all these years ago. I was like, hey, hey, I'm writing, I'm writing the, the next book. Yeah, I could have written, you know, the whole life or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, and, uh, but, but the truth is I was really just beginning. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It is a journey, your health journey. That's a, that's a great way of looking at it, Lane. It's really good. It is. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for being here and taking time out of your your day, um, just to share some of these things with us. We really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Elena. And thank you everyone for taking time out of your day to join us for this episode of the Health Forward podcast. For more information about health coaching or how to continue in your health journey, you can find me over on Instagram by searching the handle at yourhealthforward or also on my website, yourhealthforward.com. Have a good day, guys. We'll catch you next time. Please remember that the content in this episode is not to be considered as medical advice and is only intended as general health information. Thanks so much for listening in today. See you back here next week for another episode of the Health Forward podcast.